Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. Uh, So Israeli forces have now raided Gaza's largest hospital. I saw this happening last night. Uh, Late last night, the report started coming in that they had uh, started to move into the hospital. This is the uh, Shifa, the Al-Shifa Hospital. Uh, It's become a symbol of the widespread suffering of Palestinian civilians during the war between Israel and Hamas, which erupted after the militant group, or the terrorists, killed some 1,200 people and seized about 240 captives. Um, by the way, the, the hostage count has gone up by one um, because apparently one of the, the uh, civilians that was kidnapped by the terrorists uh, gave birth in captivity. I'm sure the leftists, the decarceration movement people, are going to be all over that one, right? Yeah. Hundreds of patients, including newborns, have been stranded in this hospital with dwindling supplies, no electricity. I think they've been saying that they were running out in like 48 hours for about the last two weeks. Um, the Israelis tried to give, uh, tried to de- uh, deliver uh, fuel to the hospital, and then Hamas refused to take it. Um, Egypt, by the way, said that they are taking the babies in the incubators uh, that were provided by the Israelis. Which I think is interesting. Just want to point this out. If you're Egypt, why would you not want to take incubators from Hamas? Why would you? Why would you say yes? We'll take all of the babies that are in the uh, the you know the the uh, baby ward, the neonatal ward. What I don't know what they call it over there, but you got all the babies in the incubators. Uh, why would you not take the Hamas incubators? Why would you make a specific? Demand to say, yes, we'll take the babies, but they'll have to be in the Israeli-provided incubators. Could there be, I don't know, some sort of, I don't know, could there be some sort of an assumption that the Egyptians, who, as I understand it, not Jews, they're not Jews, as I understand it, um, they're not Israelis either, because, you know, there's a big difference the is Israelis and Jewish and Zionists and Jewish and everybody's different. So um, the Egyptians, though, none of that. They're not any of that. Not Zionists, not Jewish, not Israeli, not, nothing. So why would they say, we'll take the babies, but only if they're in Israeli incubators? Might they be concerned about incubators coming from Hamas? What would that concern be? Hmm. It's a brain buster. Anyway, uh, the hospital is also at the heart of clashing narratives, reports Wafa Sharafa, Sami Magdi, and others from the Washington Times. Right? The clashing narratives is over who's to blame for the thousands of deaths and widespread destruction in the besieged territory. Israel accuses Hamas of using Palestinians as human shields, while Palestinians uh, and rights groups 
say Israel has recklessly endangered civilians as it seeks to eradicate the group. Mohammed Zakut, the director of hospitals in Gaza, so a com- completely reliable and unbiased source, I am sure, said that Israeli tanks were inside the medical compound and that soldiers had entered the buildings, including the emergency and surgery departments which house intensive care units. It was not clear if he was speaking from inside the compound or not. Also, I saw a report uh, from Fox News's Trey, I think his name is Trey Yingst, I think, and Uh, He said that he had gotten a text message from somebody at Hamas uh, who said, hey, the hospital is about to be stormed. And then he checks in with the uh, with the IDF and uh, they're like, uh, no, we don't have any of that information. And then it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, we're 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 going in a little while later. they, They confirm. So I am curious, how did Hamas know that? How would Hamas know that the Israelis are storming the hospital? If Hamas is not running their operations at the hospital, are they just monitoring the situation? We're going to find out, right? We're going to find out. I mean, well, people who are actually interested in knowing the truth are going to find out. People who are not interested in knowing the truth, people who are wed to a particular narrative, to their truth, shall we say, uh, they uh, they are not going to care. And there is evidence of this, you know, for years, but just over the last week. There was another hospital that was uh, cleared by the Israeli Defense Force, and uh, what they found underneath were exactly what they told everybody was going to be found underneath, right? You've got tunnels underneath the hospital, and you've got these rooms set up uh, where, like, the hostage videos are made. You've got the rooms set up where people are being held um, against their will. You've got... Uh, like and and this is not like why would you have there was one where they found the baby bottle on top of uh uh it was a UN actually it was from the United Nations of course you know uh like electrical box or something like that um why would you have a baby bottle down in the basement of a hospital with like these you know rooms cut into the rocks and and such why why are you bringing babies down there you have a whole hospital See, hospitals provide a very useful cover. Did you know this? Not just, obviously, for, uh, for hiding behind and then playing a PR game afterwards, but it's a useful cover for doing all sorts of things that lead to people's deaths. Because then you just cart them out. And it's a hospital, after all. Death all over the hospital, right? So you don't have to take my word for it. Nash, uh, uh, New York Times. The New York Times back in 2008. In a story by Takreed El Khadori and Ethan Bronner. Quote, at Shifa Hospital on Monday, armed Hamas militants, don't call them terrorists, in civilian clothes, roved the halls, uh, uh, asked their function. They said they were providing security. But there was internal bloodletting underway. In the fourth floor orthopedic section, a woman in her late 20s asked a militant to let her see Saleh Hajoj, her 32-year-old husband. She was turned away and left the hospital. Fifteen minutes later, Hajoj was carried out of his room by young men pretending to transfer him to another hospital section. As he lay on the stretcher, he was shot in the left side of his head. 
Hajoj, like five others who were killed at the hospital in this way in the previous 24 hours, was accused of collaboration with Israel. He had been in the central prison awaiting trial by Hamas judges, and when Israel destroyed the prison on Sunday, he and the others were transferred to the hospital, but their trials were short-circuited. See, when you run the hospital, you could do all sorts of killings. You could do experiments, right? You can withhold uh, aid to people. You can put the screws to people if you'd like. When you control hospitals, you have access to all sorts of tactics that you otherwise would not have access to, which is why, by the way, international law says that you cannot attack the hospitals because they're not supposed to be those types of havens. But if you are using your hospitals for that kind of operation, now you forego the international protections. And despite that, Israel is still trying to protect the civilians that are in the hospital. That's why they're going through it in a raid. Otherwise, they could just level it. But they are in a, they're on the clock. Israel is on the clock. This is a PR war that Hamas knows very well and that leftists all around the world are eager to assist them in. So when the videos come out showing whatever they're going to show inside that hospital, the usual suspects obviously will deny that they are what they are. But anybody who's seeking the truth should watch them, should see, and should ask themselves some critical thinking type questions. Why would you have these types of things under the hospital? Why would you have motorcycles and AK-47s and hostage videotaping rooms? Why would you need all of those under the hospitals? Yeah, the question answers itself. All right, do the current world events have you wondering whether we are teetering on the edge of catastrophe? Are you concerned it's going to reach our shores? Okay, so what are you doing about your concerns? Let me help. Carolina Readiness Supply at carolinareadiness.com. Whether you're looking to expand your emergency preparedness supplies or you have no idea where to even begin, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you. Food, water purifiers, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies even. Because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you'll need for any kind of emergency. In Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com, veteran-owned Carolina readiness supply will you be ready when the lights go out uh the israeli military said that it was carrying out a precise and targeted operation against hamas in a in a specified area in the shifa hospital it said that the soldiers were accompanied by medical teams and had brought medical supplies and baby food as well as incubators and other equipment now uh, as i understand i think it was the bbc that uh changed this uh report from uh, that uh, the Israelis were accompanied by medical teams to targeting medical teams, which I think that sounds, I mean, there's a bit of a difference, I want to say. There's a bit of a difference in, I think, those, uh, uh, those words and what they convey. What do you think? Accompanying versus targeting? Yeah. A little bit. Israel says Hamas has a massive command center inside and beneath Shifa, but has not provided visual evidence. When, has Hamas offered to give tours? Let people check it out? Is that not? Why would Israel be able to provide visual evidence 
of underneath Shifa Hospital in Gaza. But who cares? Because as soon as they do provide the evidence, it will be ignored or denied, right? So I don't know why there is this demand to see all of the evidence, because even when you show the videos, for example, of October 7th, people still deny that that happened. They, they, they say all of that's made up. They had the, the videos from underneath that other hospital earlier in the week, and people denied that that came from underneath the hospital because, oh, it wasn't all the raw footage. I have to see every single second of the raw footage. You can't just turn the camera off and go to another area, turn the camera on again, and start recording that. I can't. No, it has to be like a total live stream continuously uh, for me to believe uh, anything that uh, the Israelis uh, are saying. Right? That's the that's the standard that we're having. Um, the Israeli military said that the forces um, raiding Shifa are also searching for hostages. The Washington Times goes on to report that the raid into Shifa sparked condemnation from Jordan and the internationally recognized Palestinian Authority, which called it a violation of international law. Spoiler alert, it is not. Hospitals can lose their protected status if combatants use them for military purposes, which Hamas does. But civilians must be given ample time to flee, which they were, and any attack must be proportional to the military objective. And it is. So, not a violation of international law. Israeli military spokesman Daniel Hagari said Israeli forces have completed the takeover of Shati refugee camp as well. That's a densely built district and are moving about freely in that city as a whole. In a nationally televised news conference, Defense Minister Yoav Galan said Hamas had, quote, lost control of northern Gaza. The military says its forces have found weapons and eliminated fighters in government buildings, schools, and residential buildings. It says uh, it has killed several thousand fighters, including important mid-level commanders. Forty-six of its own soldiers have also been killed in Gaza. According to the Israelis, Hamas says, I think, there uh, that uh, like 11,000 people have been killed. Two-thirds of them, women and children. But they don't differentiate between civilian and, and terrorist deaths. Did you know that? They don't, they, they don't give us a breakdown of that. Uh, the ministry has uh, uh, the the health ministry, which is Hamas, uh, says that 2,700 people have been reported missing. Many are believed to be trapped or dead under rubble in Gaza, which has been pummeled by Israeli airstrikes. The UN estimates one and a half million people, more than two thirds of Gaza's population, have fled the intense fighting in the north to head south. Um, Al Jazeera's reporter, I thought this was hilarious, he was doing an interview with one of these people in the, uh, one of the Palestinians in one of the hospitals, and the guy starts talking about how, you know, Hamas is hiding themselves among all of the civilians, and the Al Jazeera reporter, like, freaks out, and, like, just, like, turns and starts walking away, and the guy, you can see him behind, he's, like, raising his hands up, like, what, what? <laughs> all right, so, but going through the, um, uh, Going through the operations of what the uh, the Israeli Defense Force uh, has announced and what we've seen being reported, um, and obviously this is a war zone, so yeah, we're not going to be able to uh, walk around and see for ourselves. So I recognize that. I recognize that uh, I have to rely on journalists who are on the ground, who are able to uh, report back, and then I have to weigh uh, their reports 
with government information, with information that comes from the terrorist group, which uh, just uh, truth be told on that, I tend to not believe anything that terrorists say because, well, you know, terrorists. Uh, And so uh, that's my bias. So I look at uh, uh, reports from the field and historical reports. And I mentioned this one a little while ago from the New York Times back in 2008 that described how this very hospital that is now the focal point of all of the um, uh, protection and uh, military operation, right, the protection from uh, uh, Hamas, pro-Palestinian groups, um, and, you know, leftists, Marxists who are champion. And by the way, I'm going to go in depth in, uh, in the second hour here on the funding behind all of these or a lot of these protest marches that we're seeing. Surprise, surprise, it comes from Marxists, uh, anti-American leftists. So, yeah, I know, that's a shocker. We'll get into that. But um, the uh, the hospital here has been, you know, alleged to be hiding Hamas underneath. And we're going to find out now. You know, we're finally going to find out. If, if you are interested to know the truth, we're going to find out. And we're going to find out by the Israeli forces that are going in there. We're going to find out from journalists who are on the scene reporting it. And I don't know what Hamas says. I have no idea what they're going to say if there turns out to be a whole bunch of uh, uh, operations and tunnels and stuff underneath. They've already found tunnels. There are tons of videos out there of the tunnels, of the wiring, of the the fan systems and stuff, because you've got to keep airflow through those tunnels. Um, You've got to have electrical generators and stuff running. That's why all of the fuel that that Hamas has to fire all their rockets, to run all their generators, you know, that's why... These calls of, oh, the hospital's running out of fuel. Well, how about you, I don't know, repurpose it. Take a bunch of the fuel that's, you know, right over there across the hallway and just walk it over here into the hospital. How about you do that? Um, So we're going to find out. And I told the story from the New York Times 2008 uh, that Hamas was using the hospital to murder people and then cart them out. And people aren't any the wiser. Oh, they, you know, uh, they died from their injuries. Hmm, they were in the hospital and they died. Ah, hmm, it's tough. Um, this is from Jim Garrity at National Review. He writes a, a daily thing called The Morning Jolt. Uh, he says, what would you like Israel to do about the Hamas operations under the Al-Shifa hospital complex and other hospitals in the Gaza Strip? What would you like them to do? Right, A lot of those that are currently demanding a ceasefire would say, well, leave those operations alone. Okay, leave them alone, and uh, that would be a good way then to ensure that the threat of Hamas continues. But I'm sure that's not why you're saying leave them alone, right? I'm sure it's got nothing to do with that. You just want a ceasefire to spare the innocent civilians. I want innocent civilians to be spared as well. I also recognize, though, that Hamas has been operating a war against Israel. And at this point, it matters little to me of all of the historical tit-for-tat grievances back and forth. When you launch a war operation against another country, you should expect a war. Right? That's like if you walk up to a cop and punch a cop in the face, you should expect to be arrested. Right? You walk up to somebody and you pick a fight with them and then, oh my gosh, you're in a fight. You should not be surprised by being in a fight. Right? You pick the fight. So whatever rationale, whatever excuses you want to give for the targeting of babies, the targeting of elderly, the targeting of female civilians, right? the, the snatching up of hostages, 
Whatever you want to use to justify that doesn't matter to me anymore. Because you asked for war, you've got it. And this is what war is, and it's hell. And a lot of innocent people die in war, which is why you want to, you want to avoid it. You know? Look, you are on this planet, we are on this planet. We can build or we can destroy. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? And when your society is given the opportunity to build, and all it seeks to do is destroy, you should not be surprised when another society that you are attempting to destroy, rather than build your own, when that other society attempts to destroy you. Right? If you want, like, there are two different paths here that, that were available for decades. Two different paths. One of diplomacy, which I prefer, and one of violence, which I do not. I have always said, politics, policy disagreement, right? This is how you settle things in a, quote, civilized manner so as to not resort to force. But do not be mistaken, force is always the backstop. Because otherwise, you have no ability to enforce your no, your refusal. If somebody says, you know what, all of the people in your society need to die. Oh, and by the way, so I just saw yesterday... Palestinian protest up in New York, uh, they're like, uh, when, I forget, what was the chant? Uh, I'll find it during the break. The chant was uh, something like, um, we want all 48, not just one state, or, th- or not just two states, 48 states, something like that they were chanting. So, okay, what's the compromise position on that? So, for example, if America were to say, um, you know what, no, you can't have all 48 of the 50 states, um, I'm thinking that's the lower 48. I don't know. But um, no, you can't have 48 states. Without the ability to enforce your refusal, you really don't have the ability to say no. Right? The world, as Rush would say, the world is governed by the aggressive use of force. So there were two paths, diplomacy and militarily. Diplomacy was tried for 70 years. And I guess now some people really want to test the military course yet again and so here we are and it is sad it is hell it is war it should have been avoided but it was sought so here we are uh got a message here to pete at the pete show.com from jan who says the pro hamas people want all of the videos before believing that hamas might be doing bad things I bet these are the same people who were fine with using the January 6th videos in its highly edited forms to make their decisions. Right. And these were also the people that were just shocked and outraged um, with the um, with the comments that President Trump made after the Tiki tortures uh, and the Charlottesville murder of Heather Heyer. Right. When he said, you know, good people on both sides, which actually wasn't, he wasn't talking about, like, the murdering guy. He was talking about protesters from the night before. But these same people, right, they, they clutch the pearls, express all of the outrage, hit the fainting couches all over good people on both sides. He's equating it to people, good people on both sides. So, and yet here we are. Here we are with the exact same argument coming from them. All right, back to Jim Garrity's piece, National Review. Uh, there's another story. This is out of uh, to, to, to another account uh, from uh, Tagreed El Khodari. 
in 2009, so a year later, he describes a young Palestinian Islamic Jihad fighter demanding to be treated first ahead of civilians at the hospital, even though they had more severe injuries. A car arrives with more patients. One, a 21-year-old man with shrapnel in his left leg who demanded quick treatment. He turned out to be a militant with Islamic Jihad. He was smiling a big smile. Hurry, I must get back so I can keep fighting, he told the doctors. He was told that there were more serious cases than his that he needed to wait. But he insisted, quote, We are fighting the Israelis. When we fire, we run, but they hit back so fast. We run into the houses to get away. He continued smiling. The report, this reporter asked, Why are you so happy? Look around you. A girl who looked about 18 screamed as a surgeon removed shrapnel from her leg. An elderly man soaked in blood. A baby, a few weeks old, slightly wounded, looked around helplessly. A man lay with parts of his brain coming out. His family wailed at his side. Don't you see that these people are hurting? The militant was asked. Quote, but I am from the people too, he said, his smile incandescent. They lost their loved ones as martyrs. They should be happy. I want to be a martyr too. CNN's Nick Robertson. He was in um, one of the other hospitals, the one that was uh, explored, what, the other day, uh, Monday or so, uh, Al-Rantisi Children's Hospital. The Israeli military's focus on hospitals in Gaza is growing more intense with a spokesperson inviting news media to visit a medical center for children on Monday, where he alleged parts of the basement had been a Hamas, quote, command and control center and may have been used to hold hostages. A CNN team embedded with the Israeli Defense Forces, was shown guns and explosives in one room located beneath the Al-Rantisi Children's Hospital on Monday, which IDF spokesperson Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari termed as an armory. He also pointed to a chair with a rope next to it and a piece of women's clothing, which he said would be tested for DNA as well as a makeshift toilet. Why would you have these things in the basement of an operational children's hospital. By the way, I know everybody like we like to bash CNN, but Garrity points out, and I agree with him, that this guy, Nick Robertson, for example, like he's sticking his neck out by reporting from an active war zone with the IDF and Hamas fighting just down the street. And he's letting all of us see the war-torn landscape, letting us see inside the hospital, Robertson agreed to IDF rules to do the reporting and to be embedded. But their rules are don't show the faces of Israeli soldiers and don't show any sensitive military equipment. That's it. CNN says that the IDF does not have any kind of editorial control over what he and his camera crew report on. Much like Clarissa Ward's excellent reporting from the ground in Afghanistan and Ukraine, this is actually what CNN does best. CNN deserves a lot of the criticism that it gets, but when there's a foreign crisis going on somewhere else in the world, CNN does bring out its A-game. So, and yeah, I, I tend to agree with uh, Garrity on that.